I have 35 staff who buy the groceries for me. Uh-huh. I struggle to remember their names. I see. Ah, end up I call everyone Karim. Ah, betul lah Karim. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So as you know, as part of our quest to get healthy, <laughs> we are on fairly strict diets. Yes, but I get to cheat on weekends. Who said you get to cheat? Me said so. <laughs> uh, okay, the deal is right. I eat clean for five days. Oh, but your clean is so thorough, right? It's just like chicken breast salad. Ah, uh, yes, chicken breast salad. Ah, uh, bananas. Ah, uh, protein bars. Ah, uh, shakes. Ah, uh, tuna salad. Ooh. So last weekend, after my Saturday morning run, mm-hmm. I went to whack uh, some sang hami. You know the uh, freshwater prawns. Yeah, my whole family loves it, but I I don't really like those. What noodles? is wrong with you? It's, it's confusing, lah. Huh? La. The whole thing is like wet and soggy, right? But then yeah. the noodles are hard and dry. Then the prawns head is like so gigantic. You just described all the delicious things about it, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> But uh, okay, anyway. So I, as I was at this very famous restaurant for uh, Sanghai Min, I saw okay. three Chinese uncles. These, these are like full-on apes, right? Oh. The shorts, the singlet, and the future slippers. Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, lah. <laughs> uh, so these three apes, they were having a very animated discussion because they were reading the Chinese newspaper, and on the front page of this Chinese newspaper was the article about our roti canai being voted number one in the world or something. How do you know it was about that? You don't even read Chinese. Got picture? <laughs> there was a there was a giant roti canai, and next to it was the number one, lah. Plus okay, they were talking in Cantonese, so I could understand that part, lah. Right. It was actually a Bulgarian list, you know. A Bulgarian list. Yeah, the world atlas top. 50 street foods, right? They're based in Bulgaria. Oh, but but what were the uncles talking about? They didn't agree or what? No, no, no. They agreed on the roti canai being number one, okay. but they were arguing on which stall had the best roti canai. Oh. Now, one uncle was said, "No, Maluri is the best. Maluri is the best." The other one said, "No, he must go to PJ somewhere." But the thing that really surprised me though was that you see, roti canai, as far as culture is concerned, now right, has nothing to do with the Chinese people. Right? Roti canai does not feature in Chinese culture at all. But the news of it being number one was front page in a Chinese newspaper. Yeah. So. We are proud of each other, lah. Right? We can be happy yeah. for one another. So those who keep saying that we are fragmented, lah, that we are race based and we are selfish, can you just go to one corner, eat rich and I, and shut up, lah. <laughs> Fly FM. So Malaysia was number one on this world's best street food list with roti canai, Ooh. which got us talking about street food in general, good and bad. I think for me, don't say bad lah, but the most unimpressive street food I ever had was chickpeas in Greece. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about Singapore. <laughs> okay, okay, Singapore. okay, let's exclude Singapore for this one. <laughs> uh, if not, not, not fair lah. Everything will be from there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this was in Athens. Um, I just arrived and it was a bit cold, a bit chilly. There and yeah. then I saw these chickpeas that were being steamed, so it looked really appetizing. <laughs> I hear chickpeas give you gas. I I wish they gave me taste, lah. These chickpeas, <laughs> it, they were so bland. It was like eating an exercise book, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I had negative calories. <laughs> it was. It felt so healthy. Yeah. I ate and lost weight immediately. You know, like my body just like disintegrated. Yeah, chickpeas. You. I saw some pretty weird uh, street food in China. Not oh. not snakes or like live octopus or dogs, lah. But know. there were. A lot of big bugs like crickets, massive cockroaches, uh, palm-sized, uh, was it scorpions, oh, centipedes as well. I thought it was only normal in Thailand. Yeah, right? I was say we, that. Yeah, we've seen it there, but I, I really wasn't expecting it in China, especially ones that were so large and shiny on sticks. Wait, wait, wait! But are you sure it wasn't chocolate? But then they sh- they make it look like insects, you know? <laughs> no, they were bugs. But I didn't dare try it, lah. What I did have though was churros. You- <laughs> 
You went to China and ate churros. Yeah, it was the best churros I've ever had. It was what like perfectly coated with brown sugar and cinnamon, and it came with like steaming hot melted chocolate. Plus, it was winter time and it was freezing cold, right? So the churros seriously hit the spot. Yo, keep it up, lah, Juanita. The best food you had in China was Spanish food. <laughs> So next what you're gonna go to spin order what siu mais Fly FM So YB Syed Sadiq and Hanayo team up to urge parents to be more accepting of children's interests Personally I think children should be more accepting of my interests What? Yeah, which yeah, which is peace and quiet So YB this for your next video huh? So remember the viral clip of the girl who was crying because her dad burned all her K-pop merchandise? Yes. Yeah. So in response to this, YB Said Sadiq and Hannah Yeo they posted a video where they advise parents to be more understanding lah with their children. Auntie pun boleh tahu BTS ah? How do you know? Of course, my daughters love them. Eh, you tak marah your daughters suka BTS? No lah, marah buat apa? You allow your kids to have all the BTS merchandise. You don't burn them. No, saya beli poster, bag, baju, postcard BTS. Wow, YB Hannah very rich ah. <laughs> and buy all the BTS merchandise oh, oh and come to my comedy show one poster so won't buy <laughs> <laughs> joking joking no but i'm guessing your parents wanita they're yeah. quite an understanding type right like i see them mm-hmm. actively encourage you if you were interested in something yeah when i was a teenager i think my mom knew i was very uh, interested in my own face <laughs> <laughs> you still are <laughs> No, I like I like dressing up, you know, like makeup. Okay. I had a lot of fashion magazines, so she knew I kind of wanted to be a model. So, which is why when I won my first modeling uh, competition and got gigs, my mom was very encouraging. She would like arrange them, send me to my shoot, stay with me for hours. So she was your mom nature, lah. Yeah. yeah, same same like my mom also. Cause I was in uh, taekwondo, ma. Okay. When I was younger, both my brother and, and me, and so my mom was the chauffeur. She was the head cheerleader. She was the tactician. Wait, why why tactician? <laughs> because she'd be at the side there shouting instructions. <laughs> like she'd be like, kick his face. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, kick harder his face <laughs> Your line dancing mom Has a violent side she, She's hakka <laughs> lah Okay, what well, is natural <laughs> I think she wanted to yell Kill him But, but then we were all just children So not nice to use such words lah Also, I think I might have been Sparring with my brother Supporting <laughs> 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 so parents are the best Fly FM So we saw this video of YB's Hannah Yo and Syed Sadiq Encouraging parents to be more supportive Of their kids Which is cool mm. But what about parents That want to have fun And join you In whatever you're interested in Or maybe Completely take over We know those parents as well right Like my mom She always wanted to join me And karaoke with me okay. But I don't like her Stealing my spotlight oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding Sandra When I was around 14 I wanted to try Baking blueberry muffins right And my mom said She would help me But the whole time She was just hovering behind me After a while She said stop 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 Let mommy do it And she ended up making Banana and chocolate muffins okay. She didn't even let me Make my blueberry muffins way And the worst part was She didn't even let me Have any of the muffins She gave them to the neighbours I never want to try baking again got trauma away <laughs> what the hell <laughs> used to also ask me to come to the kitchen and come and learn to cook right okay. but I'll usually just go and stand there and nod Help because la. no lah she will she want to do everything and she won't give the exact recipe you know she'll just say like aga aga so I'm just like okay okay I'll just follow her lah whatever she wants this next note is from May E last time my auntie bought me a video game console but at night she will always say hey stop playing lah for so long after your mother scold you how But the funny thing is I woke up one night And caught her playing on it I asked her Eh, what are you doing? And she said She was checking To see if the games were good <laughs> wow, This auntie is king of excuses 
man. <laughs> I I had this game uh, called Top Gun. It's it's a flight simulator, oh. flight combat simulator based on the Top Gun law lah. Yeah. Where I was flying a fighter jet, fighting uh, the Russian MIG planes all. Wow. But it's very hard to play that when my own father, you know, Major Lim, he's a pilot, so he's <laughs> he's, he's standing behind me watching me dogfight. You're going like. <sighs> <sighs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, criticizing and you and you can't even say hey you're so clever you fly lah because he can fly. Fly F M. Do you know that if your car gets damaged by a pothole, you can get money? Well, then it's not a pothole, no. That's a jack pothole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best news ever. So this man hit a pothole while driving at night in Kajang, and it damaged his car's tire and rim. He, he was he was driving at night in Kajang. Yeah. Was he delivering a caramel macchiato somewhere? <laughs> yeah. You ask him and see lah. So the cost to fix it uh, was like three thousand five hundred ringgit. Cause tire and rim, right? But when he went to get compensation for the damage, the council only offered him one thousand four hundred ringgit. Right. So after some legal back and forth, it was decided that the council was fully liable because the damage was due to the road not being properly maintained. Boom. Who? So okay, I forgot one very important question. Mm-hmm. This man who got the compensation was he a very important person? No, he Maybe? was a normal guy. Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay, this new. Because <laughs> I remember the last time KJ he was cycling somewhere and his bike hit a pothole and he injured himself. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a video of that, right? And and then they responded, "Wow, lightning speed, man! Fixed the pothole, tarred <laughs> the road, gave him a new bike and all." But he's VIP, lah, minister, no? Yeah, huh? not this guy. I, I don't know, lah. I'm not a lawyer, but I heard that now in Malaysia people are going. For settlements mm. Like it's a thing In America as we know But apparently It's also picking up here Yeah, yeah I, But I hope not Because oh yo America is such A litigious country You know People will sue For the dumbest things one. Right. Like if they Running and they slip And fall by the swimming pool Right mm-hmm. Americans can sue And say Hey Why you never put Caution slippery <laughs> Like hello Use your brain a bit Like you are next To a swimming pool <laughs> Then what Inside the swimming pool Must put what Caution wet is it? It's water <laughs> Of course la wet Yeah people take it Too far la That's true I heard about this story um, in the UK where a thief stole an old lady's TV yes. right? and as he carried it outside he fell because it was winter mm. and the pavement had ice but then he sued the old lady for not having adequate signage to warn people that her pavement was Stupid, slippery right? and he won I mean he also got arrested for theft <laughs> la, <but still. laughs> yeah no so if this becomes a norm in Malaysia mm-hmm. people I don't know like, people look for opportunities to capitalise and to you know, make some money right. you know, waste also need to be updated instead of waste going caution pothole detected ahead it'll be now congratulations <laughs> <laughs> multiple potholes ahead you're gonna be rich man Fly FM so this normal guy in Kajang not a VIP or anything drove into a pothole and actually got money back from the council thanks to a settlement and I was saying my dad I think will get triggered because he was involved in a settlement case man mm-hmm. okay where do I start Okay, start at the very beginning <laughs> Sound a music junkie very junkie-y. good place to start Okay, thank you, thank you, Maria okay. <laughs> So this was when my brother and I were kids up My dad had fetched us from school And uh-huh. we were on our way home to uh, the house in Cheras And now there is this fairly big highway next to Leisure Mall I don't know if you know this It's about three or four lanes The area is quite havoc, right? Oh, now it's very bad But even back then it was really quite a, bu- a busy highway that's, that's, why, that's why the mall only leisure The highway busy <laughs> no, no time for lunch. Uh, anyway, we're, we're driving and, and this kid. Oh, no. Yeah, I think 14, 15 year old. Dashes across the highway. There's a pedestrian bridge there. 
Huh? But no, like a champion, Ayoh. he sprints across the highway. I can still remember the, the whole thing quite vividly because I was sitting in the back. I was watching it, and I was like, "Papa!" Oh and, and my dad slams on the brakes. The boy runs into the side of our car. What? Yeah, smashes his hip. <gasps> right, falls in. He, he's injured, obviously. You know, and his friends come over and they're all like, "Oh, sorry, uncle. Sorry, uncle." Okay, so they admitted that it was his fault, lah. Obviously, it was his fault. He ran across the highway. Yeah. Right. So then my dad calls the taxi to to send us back, and yeah. he takes the boy and his friends to the hospital. Then apparently his parents show up lah, and then again another whole sorry uncle, sorry uncle. A few days later, however, my dad gets a letter from the boy's lawyer. Oh my god! This road runner kid had a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Apparently, there are some people. They're called ambulance chasers, lah. But they will wait at hospitals, what no? Uh-huh. And then they will they will look for people who are brought in for accident cases, and then they will go and oh. give their card to them, say, "Hey, you want to sue or not? I know right. I can introduce you to some people." And most most of the time they'll take it. Why? Because it's free money. Because the settlement, ah, is usually against the insurance company, oh, not okay. against the individual. I only see this in movies, like in Better Call Saul. Right? He's so <laughs> slimy. He get people to fake an accident and then sue to get money. Yeah. So something like that. But but you know my dad, he's, he's military. Background, right? Yeah. So for him, black is black, white is white. He was like, "Hey, I'm not going to settle. It's not my fault." Okay. Although the people with the insurance were saying, "Don't worry, we will settle." He said, "No, no, I'm not settling." So you're ready to fight everything, right? <laughs> Long story short, he goes to court, and his appointed lawyer doesn't even show up. What? Yeah. The the boy's lawyer then tells the judge, "It's okay, ah, uh, your honor. We already agreed on a settlement." Just like that. Yeah. My dad was shocked, man. Until today, he still has nightmares about this, you know. And <laughs> and this this is the guy who fought the communists, ah. Uh. <laughs> But you mentioned communism, huh? my father's like, yeah, whatever lah, communism. You mentioned settlement, oh, PTSD. <laughs> Fly FM. So the CIA just launched a podcast. Shh, don't say so loud. They're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they probably already knew I was going to make that joke. <laughs> yeah, probably. So what they want to do with the podcast is to educate the general public and to unglamorize themselves oh. because apparently a lot of people think the CIA is just a glamorous world of heroic individuals who drive fast cars defuse bombs and solve world crises like uh, Jason Bourne but it's not going to be easy <laughs> because the CIA has such a feared reputation yeah. I remember last time there was this doby near my house <laughs> the owner was a Chinese lady but her husband was a white fella okay. right? my grandma convinced the guy was CIA what? <laughs> yeah my grandma but hey don't send your clothes to the doby uh, to the CIA and I said what is the CIA going to find Out our dirty laundry is. <laughs> <laughs> I think people will listen to this podcast because crime podcasts do pretty well. What is a, a crime podcast? Oh, like true crime podcasts. That's the genre there, where people talk about unsolved cases. Wait, wait. This and these people are professionals or just normal? normal just, people? just normal people who like solving crimes. So some even bring new evidence and they help break the case. Like uh, there's one called Up and Vanished. They okay. helped investigate the disappearance of a teacher, right? Because the case went cold, but because they brought attention to it and uncovered. New evidence. Two suspects actually got arrested and actually went to trial whoa, for whoa, whoa. it. These people are just normal people. They're sleuths, lah. They're yeah. internet sleuths and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, let's say you and I, we find a case that hasn't been solved, but okay. we like we think we can try to you know solve it a little bit. Do some we research investigate on our own, yeah. it. Yeah. Do a research on our own. Probably hire people as well. We'll be able to help solve cases oh. depending on the clues that we find. Okay. That's why I think the CIA one will do well because we're going to hear from professionals. Okay, so since now the CIA has a podcast, they should also have a theme song for oh. the podcast. And I think I have the perfect one. Alamak. Okay. <laughs> a B C I A. That's me. I know your mother and your sister and your dog. <laughs> Fly FM. So the CIA just launched a podcast, but after hearing about this, our people's matcha also wanted in. Hello, PM. 
Assalamualaikum Peaceful wanita So no I heard ni CIA nak buat podcast uh, To connect uh, with the general public No yes. I think we VVIPs and leaders Should also do this To connect with the rakyat You know Because uh, uh, election coming oh, uh, So the, the podcast can be I heard very quick And easy to set up Like yeah. like for me kan? I just quickly went and bought A radio station in Hawaii Oh uh, Cash lah uh, Very cheap 2 million je kan Karim uh, Dapat free pizza lagi Very very worth it Sedap <laughs> Yeah, and and this podcast, I think, lah, will help correct people's misconceptions. Because the right, yeah, think our life as uh, VVIPs and leaders are easy. It's not, Wanita. You know, we suffer the same problems. Oh, yeah. For example, uh, the, the right, yeah, now they're struggling with apa the groceries, can? Yes. Yeah, I also struggle with the groceries. I have 35 staff who buy the groceries for me. Oh. I struggle to remember their names. I see. Ah, uh, end up I call everyone, Karim. Ah, betul lah, Karim. Yeah. <laughs> So I know that people complain also that their salary is uh, not enough for them to tanggung for their spouse, tanggung you know, for their parents, tanggung the sick relative. Mm-hmm. I also have the same problem even though I am a VIP. That day when I flew to New York, uh-huh. and suddenly eight people follow me. Siapa tanggung? I lah tanggung oh, I ha. And with the weakening ringgit I have had to fire so many people You know Right mm-hmm. now I'm only surviving With five personal chefs Seven butler oh, oh. And three drivers je So we completely understand The concern of the B40 <laughs> Okay mm-hmm. <laughs> Now and that brings me to uh, Finances lah Now many people think uh, We VVIP and we leaders Or we don't have banking problem Ada Is it? The banks are constantly disturbing us Every transaction Diorang mesti call uh, Hello sir This 2 million is yours Yes This my Hello sir This 5 million is yours also Yeah Every 5 minutes oh, wow. I get a call from the bank To catch End up I just said Look standing instruction Semua yes oh, Faham? Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then people have the nerve To ask us Where this money is from How am I supposed to know Betul tak Karim Karim the, Dalam bank berapa How much you have in your account Ah, huh? 200 ah, the, From who you get Ah, see, dia pun tak tahu Betul tak? Oh, eh, 200 lah Karim Oh, kaya oh, Boleh belanja lah Ons <laughs> okay, okay, I have to go okay. now Karim wants to belanja me Buffet breakfast Are you Jom. sure? Okay, thank you PM Fly So in case you don't know, Douglas has been training for a 10km run. Yes. Uh, you know, us 10k runners, uh, we don't get respect from the running community. You know? <laughs> Because the running community, they are the ultras. These guys run more than like 50km, sometimes oh, 100km. They run the Sahara Desert yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes uh, even the mountain, the trails, you know, oh. take 7 uh, hours, 8 hours. So those are the ultras. Yeah. Then there are the marathoners who, who do 42km. Yeah. And then there are the half marathoners who do uh, 21 kilometers. Yes. So when I go there, I say, I'm doing 10K. Uh, they'll be like, hey, you are fun runner. Uh. <laughs> 10K fun runner. Uh. Bring your grandmother, bring the children all together. Uh, go But together. 10K, so you're training so hard. Every weekend you've had, uh, what is this? The running, running classes. Class, yeah. uh, then you have a coach, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah. Which oh. we are speaking to right now. His you're going to call is Jeff, Jeff Ross. <laughs> Jeff Ross. From Total Running Club. Yep, he's <laughs> on the phone. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Juanita. Hi, Douglas. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> so I hear that you are Douglas's running coach. Is that right? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was going to say, unfortunately, as well. Excuse me. <laughs> What kind of coachee is he? Is he very whiny? Does he complain a lot? I mean, I don't want to be too negative today, but yeah, he he is pretty high maintenance. Um, <laughs> Jeff, I so far only complain about the weather, right? Um, that's not strictly true. Just to give you a background, so we use this software, Juanita, where Douglas 
his workouts automatically sync so I can see his data right. and then he writes a couple of lines of comment um, after every workout. So it's always a bit of a saga with Douglas. He likes to give a bit of a life story and he, he's always <laughs> complaining about the weather and he's always complaining about his body. Something pain in the body. <laughs> so I, I think a lot of people are quite interested in like this whole running thing that I'm doing and also the fact that I'm taking a class for it. Mm-hmm. What was your initial assessment of me? Like what were my strength and more I think more importantly uh, what is my weakness because I don't have many but yeah, like, yeah, you if see? you can just name one weakness if you can <laughs> but strength also if we're going to talk about weaknesses uh, I mean how long have we got have we got 20 minutes <laughs> you, you got time you got time <laughs> uh, it, it's hard to pick one um, first of all you know let, let's be positive Douglas has got good teeth right he's got nice teeth Uh, Not a bad head of hair, I suppose. Um, He's got a nice car. Yeah, Uh, true. Yeah, now now moving on to the weaknesses. (laughs) Uh, Too much, too much. No, so we we, we did an initial consultation. So any new client, we we do a sort of initial chat. And and I think that's when I realized that I was going to have my work cut out because I, I asked Douglas, do you have any exercise equipment at home that you can use? And he told me he had a massage chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I use that extensively. Jeff, I don't want a problem. Is. No, but he's okay. Weaknesses we're working on. He's improving. He's doing well. So, yeah, it's all good. It's right. all good. Well, to be fair, he's pretty uh, committed with this running thing. You know, even though he complains about it in the morning, he's like, ah, oh, later I have to go and do uh, 12km. Oh, or he comes in, you know, <laughs> hard, he, he's limping because like, he has to do like some sprints or whatever. Yeah, or my, some my, right calf, my right calf always has a problem. You, Jeff knows all about this. Yeah, so he wants to do 10 kilometers in under 50 minutes. Do you think this is a realistic target for Douglas? Mm, Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to stress that, you know, I'm a coach, right? I'm not a magician. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, We'll we'll see, we'll see. He, He definitely is capable of doing it. Uh, he's actually quite fast just building that endurance so yeah 50-50 at the moment but he's going in the right direction I love how you're positive Jeff but you're also layering everything with truth about how whiny Douglas is and how much he complains I do not complain <laughs> keep quiet everybody Fly FM so Douglas has been training for a 10 kilometer run mm. most people call it a fun run yeah but- no respect <laughs> But Douglas is taking this very seriously. He has a coach as well. Jeff Ross is on the phone with us right now. Do you think I'm actually too old for stuff like this? Like, you know, I'm not a young spring chicken anymore. And to be trying such things, is it encouraged or would you say it's okay? Well, indeed, you're not young. I mean, when Douglas first arrived to his first class, it was like something from Back to the Future. You know, he's got this he's got this brand new lovely car and then he steps out of the car with his 80s style headband on. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, I think, what must be his old school shorts. They're very tight. You know, it's not pleasant to look at. <laughs> uh, he's got, you know, a 1989 T-shirt, Fun Run T-shirt on. So he's not looking the most modern, but he's not too old. I, I'm a lot older. I'm still running. So age, age doesn't matter. Absolutely doesn't matter. All right. Can you give us a progress report on Douglas so far? Now he's doing, how many weeks has it been? It's been a while, right? About six weeks. About six I think weeks. Training, yeah. He's doing well. He's, he's lost quite a bit of weight. I don't know. Have you noticed that, Juanita? Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a belly as much anymore now when he lifts his T-shirt to scratch it. It's not as obscene 
Why are we talking about such thing? Can we concentrate on the running part? Uh? No, but I have I have lost weight. My face is a lot slimmer, not very very K-pop uh, in oh its features. God. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the same. Yeah, so um, <laughs> you know he's done well with that. I, I mean, again, when we did the initial consultation, I, I had some concerns about his diet. He told me basically he is pate for breakfast, he is banana leaf for lunch. Uh, you know, it wasn't an ideal starting point, but I think he's cut that back. I think he only eats banana leaf six times a week now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> rubbish. Okay, I, yeah. I eat banana leaf once a week only now. Very big. <laughs> so, what do you think would be my biggest obstacle here? You think it's a mental issue, or would, do you think my it's going to be more physical when when race day comes? Well, we've had a few complaints about Douglas. He, he's a very heavy sweater, Juanita. Uh, within ten meters of him, needs to watch out. So, <laughs> That's an obstacle. So I'm amazed he doesn't slip when he runs. Cause he's <laughs> no, I mean, mentally he'll be fine. I think he's quite determined. He's going to do well. And, you know, I'm excited to see if he does it. I'm, I'm looking forward to a big coach commission check at the end. If he gets under 50 minutes, there should be a lot of zeros on on that check. I'm, I'm imagining. Have, imagine <laughs> a way. It won't happen, Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, he's doing great. and He's made a lot of progress. You know, when he first came to the class, everyone was making a, a big fuss. I was like, who, you know, who? is this guy everyone seems to know him and they told me he's a very famous comedian I don't find him very funny but he's funny looking but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know he, he, everyone knows him everyone says hello so I think that'll help him you know on the race you know he's going to get lots of attention I'm looking forward to, to seeing him do it he's going to do it I'm sure alright All right. nice <laughs> that was a um, nice feedback also a nice roasting session of yeah, man. thanks Jeff uh, you've got to be cool to be kind right <laughs> Fly FM. I hope you're ready to learn some English with Mina Saleh and her three very uh, peculiar students. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, as you know, you are meant to form a sentence using a word, and the word of the day is nuance, which means a subtle difference in meaning. Katija form a sentence using the word nuance. When studying the Holy Scriptures, we must take into consideration the context, the intention, and also the nuance. Very good, Katija. Okay, Ladu form a sentence using the word nuance. Daddy, I want to surprise my family by making the mutton curry. Oh. So I was in the kitchen and stirring and stirring the pot for six hours. Uh, and to the goat inside also dizzy and pinning it. Then after I thought, you know, every chef must have his own signature touch. Uh, so usually my Mama, women's will she will use the salt, the ginger, the garlic, the turmeric, the chili powder, and the curd. But now I decide, no, I think I want to replace the turmeric with the paprika. But then when I asked them, say how it tastes, uh, they all like, hey, ladu, curry is curry la. I shouted, I say, hey, barbarians. Okay, ladu, please form a simple sentence, please, using the word nuance. I say you must also know how to taste the nuance of the curry. You don't know, you don't eat. Okay, thank you, ladu. I saying form a simple sentence using the word nuance. My uh, school shoe already broken, so my mother that they take me to buy new ones. No, nothing. Hey, your brain was to buy new one. English class with Mina Saleh. Yeah!
Fly FM. So Nights of Fright 8 is on at Sunway Lagoon. It's open for everyone and I got an early sneak preview. It was pretty cool, especially because they couldn't have any of these events the past years, right, due to MCO. Yeah, that one proper horror. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're back. They have eight haunted houses, one haunted theater where they're screening horror movies, 11 thrill rides and three show stages, which is new. It was pretty intense and I apologize in advance because I didn't realize how loud I was. <laughs> Guys, walk faster! <laughs> I want to get out of here as fast as I can. I don't want to see. This is how I watch horror movies. Help me! Please help me! The guy kill me! They're all crazy! They're all crazy! Please! Please don't go in there! I'll beg you! That wasn't me. Uh. That was the ghost shouting at me not to go in. Oh, but then I thought you were shouting also, right? <laughs> yeah, I was also screaming. Because <laughs> I, I had to do horror. I, I thought I would be okay, you know, going into it. Because, you know, it was a group of us. Yes, like, and, and we know it's all make-believe and we are adults. No, but it was still scary. Our social media person was there. Our producer, Rachel, was also there. But then when we were going into our first haunted house, they were like, okay, Juanita, you have to go first because we have to film you from the back. I died, <laughs> la, right? It was just as scary as bungee jumping for me. Oh. So what the first haunted house we went into was the scariest it was like super dark and one part was lit with uh, red lights yeah. but also full of fog it's like they purposely made it so you can't see where you're going you have to just walk uh, that one super scary like, especially for us you might fall and hurt our knees you know <laughs> Hey, excuse me, everyone's all at you, okay? <laughs> But the only thing that was comforting was the fact that I knew they weren't going to touch me because ghosts aren't allowed to touch us and we're not allowed to touch ghosts. Yes, ghosts generally cannot touch people anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> and they were using like jump scare tactics, you know, like really loud. Uh, uh, the horror music was loud as well. I ended up walking with my thumbs in my ears and the rest of my fingers and my hands covering my eyes the whole time. But then if you do that <laughs> and you look down right, and your hair is covering your face, yeah. they might think you are a ghost or so. <laughs> This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.